0: in a very interesting time in history. We're Scott and Kelly, thanks for listening to K-Love. This is a really special moment. This is something that has never in the 40 years that K-Love has been in existence ever happened before. We are gonna be debuting a brand new song and it's not a song that's been recorded on an album. It is a song that literally took life because of social media. I mean, we live now in in an era where we can put our talents and abilities on display for the world to see and sometimes those things go viral and there is a song that we're about to play for you That has done that on instagram and tiktok so much so that this song is now the current number one song the itunes christian music chart a beautiful reminder that there is purpose even in our pain making its world premiere on radio for the first time katie nicole in jesus name god of possible
1: Today's video is about the viral sensation Katie Nicole and how TikTok catapulted her music career, reaching over 150 million people with her song In Jesus Name, landing her the top two position on iTunes top song charts and the number one position on iTunes Christian and gospel music charts. Her story is so beautiful, more than just her story, but her belief in God and Jesus and how God's healing and how Jesus led her to this moment in her career where she is now the most well-known singer on TikTok and like probably on the entire internet, I would say. So Katie grew up in a super small town, actually in central Illinois, which I think is so funny because a lot of people are from the South or from one of the coasts. Not that many people end up being from Illinois, I feel like, but she was from Peoria, Illinois. She lived in Peoria until she was 12 years old. She knew in elementary school that she wanted to be a singer. She actually has a memory of begging her principal in the second grade to let her sing at the school assembly. When Katie got into junior high or sixth grade, exactly, her dad got a new job in Arizona. So the family moved to Arizona when she was in the sixth grade. Katie actually loved moving to Arizona because of its proximity to California. There were a lot more singing competitions that she could just easily drive to. One of the first ones that she did was called SoCal Idol. it's like Southern California, American Idol. But she actually placed top ten in this competition out of like hundreds of people that was the first moment for katie when she realized hey i actually have a talent at this so she kept signing up for singing competitions it was also at this time that her parents put her in singing lessons because they could see that she was passionate about this and that she was good at it too in the words of katie while everything seemed to be going really well for her singing career and for school and for living in this new place her body had completely other plans for her and inside of her body things were about to fall apart. Katie was born with congenital scoliosis, which actually only affects one in 10,000 children. So you might've gone to the chiropractor and he might've said, oh, you have a little bit of scoliosis. This is very different. Con- congenital scoliosis can have symptoms ranging from just a mild case to actually life-threatening. And what happens is the spine begins to curve and it can be exasperated with growth spurts when a child is you know, moving from being a toddler to maybe a young kid from elementary school to junior high, especially in those years from elementary school to junior high, when your body is going through all of these huge growth spurts and changes, that's when you're most susceptible to having an exasperated symptom due to your congenital scoliosis or to the congenital scoliosis really getting worse a lot faster. And that was the case for Katie. She went through a major growth spurt in sixth, seventh grade timeframe, and it just completely exasperated her scoliosis symptoms to the point where her spine was actually curved so much that it was putting pressure on her lungs. Can you even imagine? She actually recalls being in a singing competition that she won. She ended up winning this competition, but she was singing the song Rolling in the Deep by Adele, and she recalls almost passing out because her lungs were being pushed by her spine, and she was trying to belt out these, you know, Rolling in the Deep. That's a lot of belt. that's That's a big song. She didn't have the lung capacity to do it because of her back. On top, Of being in excruciating pain and on top of your spine pushing against lungs or other organs it can also give you a little bit of a crooked a little crooked stance kids were starting to notice that and they were starting to point it out to Katie like hey you're lopsided and even adults were starting to point it out too and starting to have conversations with her parents about you know like what's going on with Katie like her back she's kind of like sideways no matter how bad your junior high experience was if you didn't have a visual deformity I feel like that's just an entirely an entirely different level so obviously being in a new a new city in arizona she didn't grow up there she didn't have her childhood friends had a worsening scoliosis situation that people were noticing and commenting on if you have a medical issue in junior high that's taking up all of your time outside of school you're not making friends like that either it can be very very isolating so that's how katie felt it ended up putting her into a really deep depression there were days where katie said she was in so much pain she couldn't even get out of bed And if she did get out of bed and if she did make it to school, she would just come home and cry. It was the worst period of her life. I feel like you would be in a depression if you had a medical issue like that that was limiting you from getting up and feeling your best every day. But you add onto that all of the layers of junior high and adolescence and it is like the fact that this girl didn't break is absolutely remarkable. Every single day she said she prayed and prayed and prayed and that she never lost faith in God. She knew that God had a bigger plan for her and that this was just something she had to get through. That's what kept her going. That's what kept her waking up and facing every single day. And on top of that, she also turned to music. Her dad got her a ukulele during this time. He got her a keyboard. He encouraged her to write her own music because he knew that she was experiencing suffering and pain and isolation. Sometimes music can just be the best outlet for all of that. Katie started learning how to play instruments. According to Katie, she had always known that she wanted to perform and to sing, but she never thought that she could actually write a song. She never played instruments up until this point. She was always just singing cover songs in competitions. Once she learned the instruments and learned the chords, she learned that she could actually put together melodies and then write the lyrics to go with the melodies, and it kind of opened up her entire world. Of music in 2015 Katie's body just could not handle the scoliosis anymore and she ended up going through a spinal fusion surgery this is a big surgery by the way the recovery on a good day is about three months of just very intense pain no mobility no mobility to limited mobility it is a very very difficult procedure to go through and basically what they do i think because i'm not a doctor but they like fuse together some of your vertebrae that aren't connected properly so if your spine is kind of curved then they bring the curve and they try to fuse the vertebrae together i think they're putting metal in your spine in your body to do this to fuse it together she had metal rods in her spine for years following the surgery but it was about six months after the surgery that she realized her body was just not responding to the spinal fusion. She was still in unbearable pain, couldn't move properly. Everything that she had hoped would be solved with the surgery wasn't solved. Started new physical therapy, she started new exercises, new stretches, nothing was working. So obviously there's nothing else, you know, that you can really do at that point. Her suffering just continues. She continued finding her outlet through music. Things started to get a little bit better for Katie's back over the next couple of years. She was still in pain, but it wasn't as bad as it had been before the surgery. She could get out of bed. Anybody who's had a surgery or had something like this, there's kind of like ebbs and flows to it where there's an ebb where things just really hurt and it's not going well. And then there's a flow where things are kind of more stable and you're kind of dealing with it more, or maybe you're just getting used to it and then the pain hits you again. Katie was experiencing those too. But in the periods of time where she was feeling good enough to get out of bed and to actually do things, that's where she joined a group called Musicians On Call. And I think this was about 2017 or 18, and it might've been 2019. What they did is this little organization that goes to hospitals and they will literally sing to the patients in the hospitals to bring them joy and to bring them comfort. It was also during this time that Katie was growing more and more into her faith and into gospel music. When she was in Arizona joining these singing competitions, she thought she wanted to be a pop star or a country star, like she never would have thought that she would sing gospel music. But after all of these ordeals deals with her back, after her surgeries, after her depression, after her failed surgery and all of the physical therapy that kind of followed, I guess I shouldn't say failed surgery, but after a really rough surgery, I should say, she knew that the reason that she was waking up every day and getting through these days was because of God and because of Jesus. That's when she realized she was not going to be a country artist, she didn't want to be one, she didn't want to be a pop star, she wanted to sing gospel music because that's what was in her heart. And I think it's so beautiful that she joined this group called Musicians on Call and they would go to hospitals and sing to the patients and sing songs about healing and about grace and that's what people need in those moments. So she truly was acting as a vessel for Jesus and for his name, which I think is so beautiful how it turns into this amazing song in Jesus' name. So in 2019, she also joined a youth group, which obviously these youth kids were super into the internet, all of social media and all of that. And that's where she got introduced to TikTok. She always swore that she was not going to have a TikTok. There was no point to her having TikTok. She thought it was a waste of time and for like the younger kids. Then 2020 hit and everybody got into TikTok including Katie. Her first video was actually filmed around 10 o'clock at night in her room, and her brother was in the next room sleeping. She didn't tell anybody she had a TikTok because she was embarrassed that she had it. The next day, her brother called her out on it and said that he heard the timer go off. There's like a little timer that will go off when the TikTok video starts. Her brother was her first follower on TikTok. And throughout 2020, she kept posting these silly videos of her singing on TikTok. Nothing really ever caught traction. And keep in mind too, she had already signed with her record label before making TikTok videos. A lot of people think that she signed with her record label because of her TikTok videos, but it's actually not the case, although TikTok completely catapulted her career. Uh, make no mistake.
2: So I, uh, you know, making these videos, I was just doing it for fun. It was very much like no expectations, not like trying Mm -hmm. to go viral or anything like that. I just was really enjoying making the videos and making the content. Um, But at one point I posted a video of me singing a song in my kitchen and I was like tapping on a Tinker Toys can. I think you could probably scroll up and find that one. It was pretty early on. I'm singing the song Nobody by Casting Crowns. It went viral for the, you know, I, that was my first time of like going viral,
1: uh-huh. and
2: um, and so for me that was kind of like, oh, okay, you know, God is using this. So she kept doing it. Am I Christine Aguilera? Who knows? I say yeah! yeah. I, say, yeah, yeah, yeah. The I say yeah! 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 Yeah!
1: Her videos and follower counts just went up and up and up at the end of 2020 and into 2021 she started traveling to nashville to meet with different artists and to write music with them obviously she had her label she realized that if she sang in parking garages the acoustics were just fabulous the way that it would echo off of the concrete walls so she started making a ton of of tiktok videos just in parking garages
2: parking garage has a really nice like echo so i started singing in a parking garage it took off i started to kind of hit that viral point in a lot Mm -hmm. more of my videos i don't know why a parking garage does that that is what happened yeah so i just kept doing that that was like my life and then in august of 2021 the song in jesus
1: name really came to fruition Part of the song was taken from a prayer journal that she had written and it was actually for another song but as they were writing in jesus name she thought of this bridge you know that she had written in a prayer journal and she incorporated that chorus that bridge as the chorus to in jesus name and it, it all just kind of came together so after it had come together she went on TikTok and she posted one video of her singing at her piano just her in her house in jesus name this audio took off. If you're not familiar with TikTok, you can save down audio that somebody else uploaded and then reuse it to your own videos. So what a lot of people on TikTok did was they saved down her audio of her singing and then they used that music as a background music track to them driving in their car or to them walking down the sidewalk. And more and more people started watching other people's videos, but it was all the same audio in Jesus' name by Katie Nicole. It even made it From TikTok to Instagram to Reels on Instagram, which is very similar to TikTok. And everybody was using this audio on Instagram, on TikTok, everywhere. It absolutely exploded. It actually exploded to be so big that K-Love, which is the number one radio station for Christian music, just unannounced, unsolicited, you know, the radio hosts had caught wind of this song going absolutely crazy on the internet, had over 150 million views. And K-Love picks up this audio of the entire track of In Jesus Name, you know, from her record label, and they just played it.
0: We live in a very interesting time in history. We're Scott and Kelly, thanks for listening to K-Love. This is a really special moment. This is something that has never in the 40 years that K-Love has been in existence ever happened before. We are gonna be debuting a brand new song, And it's not a song that's been recorded on an album. It is a song that literally took life because of social media. I mean, we live now in in an era where we can put our talents and abilities on display for the world to see. And sometimes those things go viral. And there is a song that we're about to play for you that has done that on Instagram and TikTok. So much so that this song is now the current number one song in the iTunes Christian music chart. A beautiful reminder that there is purpose even in our pain, making It's world premiere on radio, for the first time, Katie Nicole, in Jesus' name, God of possible on K-Love.
1: That video alone had over 2.3 million views, over 400,000 likes, and this is probably more at this point, this is kind of like old numbers, over 14,000 comments, and then the video was shared on TikTok where it got another 2 million views. And it was shared on K Love's Facebook page where it had over 140,000 reshares. Katie attributes all of her healing and her peace and her success and all of this to god and to jesus she says in one of her interviews that she literally would pray over every video that she posted and she would pray every day lord if this is your path for me then make it clear then make it right then make it good and he did and if you just listen to katie nicole speak in her interviews she is so humble and so positive but in the most authentic way like the most authentic positivity you could get I think it's just so inspiring to hear her speak so I'm going to end this video with Katie Nicole speaking, and I'm going to link all of the interviews that I can find of Katie Nicole doing in the description below. I'm also going to link the articles that I got a lot of this information from. I kind of took from some, and took from others. I'm going to link those in the description box as well. And if you like this kind of content, please like this video and hit the subscribe button for more stories behind the song. If you like this content, please, please do subscribe. It really helps out to have just one extra subscriber or one extra thumbs up on a video does so much for the algorithm. And if you want more people to hear this story and more people to see the story, definitely hit the subscribe and hit the like. And then YouTube will push this video to the top of the algorithms.
2: The life of Jesus is incredibly powerful. And, um, you know, I was thinking about the little girl who touched the garment on on Jesus and she was healed. And I think if we had just little faith like that, everything could change in our life. yeah. And um, I I just, you know, in my own life where I, I, I was fighting and I didn't know what I was really fighting for, I think one day I woke up and I realized I am here with the purpose of magnifying the name of Jesus because people don't know how much healing they could find in that. Hmm because I found healing in my own life. I'm still on this journey of healing, and Mm -hmm. it's only because I know Jesus. Mm -hmm. If I didn't know Jesus, I would be scrambling. Mm
1: -hmm. It would be,
2: you know, I would feel like life was just chaos. And I Mm -hmm. do feel like life is chaos sometimes, (laughs) but I know who's in the center of all of that. Mm -hmm. I know who's still holding on to me when it feels like I'm, I'm not in a stable place. No, God is keeping me grounded. I mean, I went through three years of excruciating pain where I didn't want to get out of my bed in the morning, and I was extremely depressed, and each day I woke up, and I didn't want to be on earth anymore, and through those moments, the only thing that I held on to was God saying to me, hold on, I'm not done yet. Hmm. God is not done writing your story, Mm -hmm. even though the circumstances you're in right now are extremely hard, and... You know, I, I don't know what each person is wa- walking through that's watching this and, you know, mm-hmm. whoever listens to my songs. But um, but what I do know is that we're all walking through something. We're all in a different season. Mm-hmm. And it's and it's hard because life is hard. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, evil is in this world. And we're facing it every single day. But the, the battle that we're facing is between darkness and light. And if we hold on to that light, the ending of this story will look a lot brighter. Let's say the things that we both know.
1: Gonna take these words and make.